Welcome back to another episode of Thoughts and Meditations on Christianity. Last time, we began looking at the core doctrines that make up the Christian faith, beginning with the belief that there is only one God. Today, we delve into the doctrine that the Reformers fought hardest to uphold nearly 500 years ago, that being that justification is by faith alone. How are we saved? That is a question that mankind has been seeking the answer to for centuries. And it has never mattered what we identify as. Christian, Muslim, agnostic, atheist, secular humanist, the list goes on. Every human being who has ever walked this earth has sought deliverance. Deliverance from this world, deliverance from wrath, whether it be temporal or eternal, perhaps deliverance from ourselves. We are all seeking salvation from something, even if we're too blind to see it. We're all seeking the answer to the biggest perceived problem that faces humanity. With this goal in mind, mankind has always sought one way of deliverance, just one, for thousands of years. It goes like this. If we do, then we achieve. Let me say that again. If we do, then we achieve. We have always worked to achieve salvation. We have always worked to see deliverance from our problems. But the biggest problem facing humanity is the biblically revealed truth that we are sinners and God is not. That's a problem. Compounding this problem is the reality that our work cannot bridge the gap. No matter how hard we work, it simply cannot. According to the world's standards, the most moral person who has ever lived, whoever you may think that is, cannot work hard enough to be reconciled with God according to his standard. This fact alone should make us despair, but the glory of the gospel revealed by the person of Jesus Christ is that our justification is not dependent on us. And perhaps the greatest dichotomy between true biblical Christianity and absolutely every other belief system the world has ever seen is this one truth of the gospel. God declares man righteous apart from anything he or she does. Let me say that again. God declares man righteous apart from anything he or she does. Before I go on to show the way in which we make this declaration by God our own, I think it wise to list some other belief systems and how they seek deliverance in order to strengthen the uniqueness of the Christian gospel. Starting with Islam, Islam posits that salvation comes through a man's deeds. The question at the end that matters is, did what I do in this life lean more to the good or to the bad? The five pillars of Islam are considered necessities and weighing the good and the bad, but even so, as any knowledgeable Muslim will attest to, there is no absolute assurance of salvation in the end. It's up to Allah to make the final decision. Professing Muslims will even add the phrase, peace be upon him, when mentioning Muhammad's name, their most esteemed prophet, acknowledging that even their greatest prophet's salvation is not secured without a shadow of a doubt in their eyes. Buddhism posits that to reach nirvana, an individual must seek to follow the Eightfold Path. A few of these include right speech, right action, right meditation, right effort, If one seeks to align their lives with these teachings, then an end to suffering will be found and spiritual enlightenment found. Judaism posits that one can achieve right standing with God by a strict adherence to the laws of Moses. 
A strict adherence and submission will in the end be pleasing to God and result in salvation. And even secular worldviews, while not religious by the most commonly used definition of the word, still seek deliverance from the world's problems. Tolerance, coupled with foundationless morality, are the grounds on which a secular-minded individual may seek to stand. What do we see here? We see that man comes up with all sorts of different ways to achieve deliverance. As human beings, we're really, really good at exchanging the truth for a lie and worshiping the creature rather than the creator. But instead of this evil exchange, true biblical Christianity, as revealed by the scriptures, says that the truth is what sets us free. That's the answer to our problem. It's God. God saves us. We do nothing. Absolutely nothing. We were dead. Jesus was not. God resuscitated us. We are justified by God. And it is through our faith that justification is brought. With all that now said, we come to the crux of this post. Essential belief number two, justification is by faith alone. I have hopefully made it clear that unlike any other religion, the God of the Bible goes out of his way to save individual wretches like myself. God saves man. We do nothing. This is clear. But the objection may arise that, in fact, we do do something before God saves. One might say we have faith. So let's unpack this subjection. Is faith a work of man or a gift from God? That is the question we have to answer in this podcast. Is man capable of producing faith in and of himself? Let's turn to Scripture. Let's look at Paul's treatise of the depravity of man as seen in Romans 3, starting in verse 9. He writes, For we have already charged that all, both Jews and Greeks, are under sin, as it is written, No one is righteous. No, not one. No one understands. No one seeks for God. All have turned aside. Together they have become worthless. No one does good, not even one. Let myself ask the listener a few questions. Is someone who has faith in Jesus seeking God? Ponder this question for a moment. And is faith in Jesus good in the eyes of God? Again, ponder this. If it is, and we of course know that it is, then we seemingly have a contradiction with what Paul is saying here. If man is able to create faith within himself, then he is, in fact, able to do good and able to seek God. Paul would be wrong. But as we know that Scripture is without error, then we know that this cannot be the case. So faith is not a work that man generates within himself. If it was, then man would have something to boast about, which leads us to Ephesians 2. Paul writes to the church in Ephesus, starting in verse 8, For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. Why should an individual who has been saved have no reason to boast? Ultimately, because God saved them. But even more specifically, it's because not only was the grace that God gave them a gift from Him, but the faith by which they accepted and submitted to the truth of Christ and His redemptive work was a gift of God as well. This understanding of this text is further backed up by the original Greek grammar, which we don't have time to get in today. But the truth is that both grace and faith are gifts from God. This is a monumental truth. 
There truly is no reason to boast about our salvation when you come to this understanding of this text. All glory goes to God, all praise goes to God, and all worship goes to God. We are saved by faith alone in Christ alone. This is a monumental belief that a professing Christian has to believe. It was for this truth that the reformers of the 16th century fought so hard to cultivate and protect from papal meddling. It was also for this truth that they endured persecution. We must believe, have faith, that Jesus' work was sufficient for our salvation. It was sufficient. If we have faith in Christ, but add anything in addition to Christ, then we are not saved. And these are not my words. They are the Apostle Paul's. Christ plus something equals nothing. I have hopefully in this short time shown that we are justified or saved the moment that we have real faith in Jesus. But what are we to believe about Jesus? I will seek to answer that question next time. Thanks for listening to this podcast. You can check me out on Twitter at 27 underscore Brett underscore 91. Join me again next week as we continue our study into the essential beliefs of the Christian faith.